do we do we do a cool intro or do we just like is this a thing where we have to talk for a bit and then we're like oh hi this is melissa jansen yeah that feels natural (laughs) but if you're watching a talk show they don't do they pre-banter like that no they do that banter during the credits at the end like they Mm -hmm. they introduce themselves i'm just picturing news anchors now they they just talk about they jump into the news yeah and then at the end Whenever the credits are rolling and there's no sound, you can see them like talking to each other, but it's probably nonsense. Probably nonsense. Yeah. But we do nonsense at the beginning to get it out of the way. (laughs) I feel like most of the show is nonsense, though. That's true. Speaking of, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful segue. (laughs) Beautiful segue. Welcome to the most professional podcast on the interwebs. Um, the Noscars. We are the Noscars. The Noscars. We're not the Oscars, but we're close. <laughs> <laughs> How close are we, though? Actually, we're actually more of a last resort, a last stop mm-hmm. that you would go to for mm-hmm. award shows. Yeah. Um, but we sound the same. Do we sound the same? Oscars. Noscars. It does sound similar. Yeah. Tomato. Wait. Potato. <laughs> Tomato. Tomato. <laughs> I mixed myself up because I was thinking of potatoes. Uh-huh. And there's not really a thing for that except for potato. Yeah. Yeah, that is the one for it. Well, <laughs> that's Elliot. <laughs> that's Melissa. Um, and essentially, this podcast, or in this podcast, we are going to be watching movies and that... <laughs> Didn't quite make it. Or did make it, and we just didn't research if they made it. Very true. Like I said, most professional. Very professional. All the time. Yeah. Um, that we deem as didn't quite make it, but we feel deserve a little bit of recognition. Maybe it's even just like one specific thing about the movie. Yeah. Many hands make a movie, but also sometimes there's just one cool thing about it and the rest of it isn't, isn't so good. Yeah. Maybe there's just like one thing that stands out where we're like, yeah, we got to watch it for this reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's all awesome. Yeah. Some of them will be really great movies and some of them will not be as great. But we're going to go on this ride together. Yeah, we're willing to endure that. (laughs) Every movie will receive a nomination at the end of the episode. And then we will do a big uh, Noscar award show. A very serious nomination as well. Mm -hmm. Very serious. The entire Noscars are very serious. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. So what movie did we watch this week? We watched. 2004's Incredible Ella Enchanted. Ella Enchanted is the one we're jumping. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that we started on. Yeah, we're starting on Ella Enchanted, which is like pretty high, (laughs) I feel like. How can we go higher than Ella Enchanted? 2004 is wonderful, Ella Enchanted. Yeah, Ella Enchanted is really good. Did you know it's actually um, based off a book? Isn't it? It's just Cinderella. What are you talking about? It's based off a book called Ella Enchanted. It's, oh, so there was a book, book that's also just Cinderella. And then it was like Ella Enchanted. And then they based the movie off, off of, of the Ella book Enchanted. that's also just Cinderella. Ella Enchanted is not just Cinderella. It's just Cinderella. It is not just. <laughs> it's Cinderella with extra There's parts. strong themes. I literally wrote down in my notes, it's Cinderella with extra parts and it's also Shrek. That's oh, Shrek. <laughs> I was like, this gives me such strong Shrek vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which one came first? Shrek. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the book came first for Ella Enchanted, Probably, though. Yeah. 
Because um, I looked up how similar... The book was written by Gail Carson Levine, and it was in 1997 when it was published. Um, But apparently, like, the movie gets, like, a good amount right with the book. book. Mm -hmm. Is there fewer pop culture references in the book? Probably fewer pop culture, but they said the humor is the same level in the book. Okay. And that in the movie... Ella is actually more of a damsel in the distress. Oh, like she's more of a like a warrior in the books. Oh, great! Yeah, I thought that she was a fighter in in the movie. I agree. Yeah, there's only one scene where she couldn't. She was. She needed. If somebody didn't show up, <laughs> she yeah. was gone. Her affliction makes her a victim ninety percent of the time, yeah. but she does fight through it. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So, um, so like Elliot said, um. 2004, rated PG. Um, the tomato meter, you know. <laughs> it was surprisingly harsh. It was. I thought a lot of people like had a lot of fondness for this movie, but maybe at the time it got pretty grilled. I Yeah, because also book-to-movie adaptations tend to like be reviewed harder. It, well, it sounds to me like if this book came out in 97, somebody bought the rights right away and put this into production. That's very true. I wonder... If the author was involved in it or mm-hmm. back 2004, it's not that long after yeah, seven years. That's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Gail. <laughs> Where'd you go? Gail. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a tomato meter of 51% and then the audience score was 57%. Um, and then the I am whatever DB mm-hmm. um, was 6.3. So it's just like average. Yeah. Um, which I wanted more, but I don't know, like, going back over this movie, I could see why it would be pretty grilled. Because it is kind of just Shrek again. Like, they do Shrek it up a lot. In that context, I completely agree. Yeah. It is just, there's a lot of Shrek There's games. a lot of Shrek happening. And arguably, Shrek probably did it better. <laughs> I mean, it did it first, certainly. And it stayed with us longer. Like, Shrek is ingrained in our brains, for yeah. sure. This is not a Shrek versus Ella Enchanted movie. But. <laughs> just saying. Shrek, is Shrek has good. like several movies and Ella Enchanted has the one. I saw this um, video where somebody said they were convinced that if um, they could go back in time and like remove Shrek from <laughs> pop culture, <laughs> that it would cause a ripple effect so extreme it would cause World War Three. <laughs> Just imagine how much angrier or nicer Americans would be if Shrek didn't exist. I don't want to. Ex- uh, I don't want to um, envision that. It's a dystopia for sure. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Well, anyways, we're talking about Ella Enchanted. <laughs> this isn't Ella Enchanted. Eventually, I guess we'll talk about. We'll talk Shrek about Shrek one day because we're now obligated to. But, yeah, this is Ella Enchanted. <laughs> um. So our actors, our notable actors, really just the ones that I knew. <laughs> Sure. That stood sure. out to me. Please, please do tell. Anne Hathaway. Of course. Naturally. Yes. Um, Hugh Dancy, which Who is, is Prince Char. Oh, okay. Um, I recognize him. I didn't actually do any research, but I mm-hmm. put him in there because they're the two main characters. Okay. Um, Lucy Punch. As, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love her. She is always aggressively unlikable. I bet she does so like I was like, she is so good at this. She's movie. very good at it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Mini Driver, Mini Heidi Driver. Klum. Um, Who's Heidi Klum? She was the um, the giant, the blonde giant. Was she? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think she's a lot younger in the movie, though. 
yeah. than like the Heidi Klum we know. That makes sense. Because like when I first watched it as a kid, I did not know that was Heidi Klum. Sure. I mean, I didn't know who Heidi Klum was. I still vaguely and then kind of know. Patrick Runway? Yeah. She's a model. I know. Okay. Um, and then that was the vagueness. That's about the extent of it, really. And then we got Carrie Elway. Elway. Elways. I don't know. Elway? I honestly, I looked it up how to listen, how to say it, and now it's gone. Yeah. But anyway, I like that guy. He is Princess Bride. Yeah. He is the main guy. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. He is Despero from Psych. He's just a good yeah. British gentleman guy mm-hmm. who's very good at that. Mm-hmm. I didn't super buy him in the role of mustache twirling villain. But I do like him as an actor. I bought it. Yeah. I I think I bought it because like this book, this movie is very like over the top and gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought most of the like over the top attitudes. But I, he was, he's, he's in my head. It feels kind of like he's just such a gentleman. It's hard to picture him. <laughs> being so evil even though he literally says evil stuff all the time it's just like i just he's just such a gentleman <laughs> and they put he's his like gentleman. the evil goatee and he has a snake on his cane or whatever that talks to him past haston whatever his name is yeah something anyway that guy sucks i hate the snake but i like i like carrie yeah yeah the snake sucked um okay wait so- no you didn't even talk about Vivica a fox oh killer Killing Lucinda. It as Lucinda, having her best life, <laughs> just absolutely trade wreck of a fairy. Lucinda was the worst. <laughs> I loved Lucinda. <laughs> I think I didn't list her because she really wasn't in it that much. She was not in it enough. <laughs> she needed to be in it more. I loved it as soon as she popped up and was like, "I'm sorry, you don't like your gift. Everyone loves Everyone my loves gifts. my gifts. You don't want it." Figure it out yourself. Don't blame me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I rock so hard. I'm going to get rid of your chains. I'm going to do you up so you can go over to the ball. <laughs> it's like the definition of unaware. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so self-involved. <laughs> I loved it. I was a big Lucinda fan. I was really annoyed by her. I was like, can you just help her out? She's trying to get to her true love, okay? <laughs> Lucinda doesn't have time for that. Melissa, Lucinda's doing her. She, my favorite scene with Lucinda though was her getting the what was it? Um, the FWI. Yeah, the FWI flying while intoxicated. Oh my gosh, excellent stuff. That was beautiful. I don't understand how she was anyone's fairy godmother. Like her mom and her aunts. No, it's she was a like a maid, like a maid, like a fairy maid. It was like her oh. godmother essentially type character. But Mandy. Was the godmother. Oh, yeah, she's like the maid. All right. Anyway, I don't know how she is employed by anybody. She's yeah. just like absolutely useless. In Lucinda every way. or Lucinda. Mandy? Lucinda. Oh. <laughs> Mandy's fine, I guess. Is she? I mean, no, she stands As a by. person, she's great, but. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true either because like Ella eats a lot of abuse and she kind of just sits by and lets it happen, even though she's like the only other person that knows about her curse. It's kind true. of just like, oh, I guess stepmom's got a stepmom. I can't help you here. I'm the maid or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Okay, we should really go into the plot okay, of what this right, movie yeah, is yeah. Okay, all right. before we dive into yeah, this yeah. too much more. Anyway, I, yeah. Are you the, the plot guy? Or are, you, are you plotting? I'm still the plot guy, I guess. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'll just read this out. I kind of wrote this out jokingly, but... Ella is a peasant girl living in medieval suburbia, and she was cur- 
It's a great de- description. She was cursed slash gifted with an obedience spell by her fairy godmother, Lucinda, and had, had a terrible life ever since. She hates it. And her step, her father remarries her into her stepmother and her two stepsisters because it's just Cinderella. A bunch of Cinderella stuff happens. And her two stepsisters figure out about her curse and make her life terrible, so terrible that she sets out on a journey to go find her godmother, fairy godmother Lucinda, to get rid of her curse. And she falls in love along the way. That's what Ill Enchanted is. It's just Cinderella, but also Shrek. But it's great. It's very charming and wonderful. Yeah. It's Cinderella and Sh- it's if Sh- Cinderella and Shrek made like a child. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah, but we're here for it. Mm-hmm. But nobody turns into anything. Nobody turns into anything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So. Except Benny, the book. Benny was turned into a book for twenty years. I I put a, a <laughs> note. <laughs> um, How old are they? I don't know. Well, uh, Mindy is that her name? Mandy. Mandy. She is ageless. She she said uh, that she has eternal youth. So it could have been for like I don't know. I don't know how old she is. <laughs> she could have been alive for a really long time. But I guess if she was, it'd be kind of sad to always be a maid or whatever her job is. Unless she's like really good friends with the family. That's yeah, like her family. Or she earns tenure or something. Like <laughs> she has tenure as a maid. Yeah, she's not that good at I it. Mean, why wouldn't they fire? Like otherwise, she's family. Is she? That's how I imagine it. The step, the father is incredibly negligent and seemingly has no conversations with any member of his family, except for Ella that one time and the stepmom two times. Mm. <laughs> I honestly, though, because he seemed like a very just like sweet man, but he mm. seemed very aloof. Yeah. And so, but I loved the explanation of why he remarried the like evil stepmother. <laughs> Because that sure. always confused me in, like, fairy tales, mm-hmm. why, like, the kind, loving father mm-hmm. would marry this monster of a woman, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, abuses your child. Yeah. Well, like, the answer that Ella Enchanted gives is that he needed money, and he somehow tricked this woman yeah. into thinking that he had money. Thinking that he lived in a castle. That he lived in a castle and played it off like a joke, but definitely tricked this woman. <laughs> for sure he definitely tricked her and then he leaves anyway to go work so you guess he didn't get that much money out of your marriage yeah i don't it's know really what was the point <laughs> i don't know you ruined your daughter's life yeah he said she has a lot of money and she was a uh fond of my title mm-hmm. so she was really just wanted the title so maybe she was like you lied to me i'm not giving you any of my money i don't know i don't know if that's how it works like, presumably, in medieval times, when you married a woman, you kind of got it all. That's true. Yeah. Apparently not enough. But then again, like, they had, like, freedom of speech in this world. Like, they were putting protests and, like, talking about the king without getting their heads lopped off. Like, mm-hmm. it was a very progressive medieval society, for except sure. in terms of diversity. Except for the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, whenever Ella ran into Prince Char... Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I'm not going to curtsy. And he's like, well, I can't do anything about that except have you like beheaded. But that seems extreme. That's a good joke. I didn't hear that. Dang. That's really good. Um, okay. So we're going to dive into what we like about this movie and then we'll talk about what we don't like Mm. and then some other categories as well. So let's start with what we liked. You start. 
Um, I loved the like modernism yeah. to the fairy tale. Yeah. Um, like the stairs that were an escalator. The um, the fan club of Prince Char. Oh, um, the what else was in it that was like more modern? Yeah, because they got to like debate. They they had lawyers, I guess. They had lawyers. The like tour of the castle, like it was like any like yeah, yeah, like yeah. a theme park essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they could like, go through and like yeah. do whatever they wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought all of that was really cool and fun. Not it cool, was fun. but it was this fun. It was very fun. I, I loved like at the beginning they're like putting up the posters of Prince Char. <laughs> And Prince Char, obviously like Prince Charming. Right. Well, his name, name is Charmont. Yeah, but he, on on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, he's listed, or IMDb or whatever, mm-hmm. um, he's listed as Prince Char. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <that's> right. <laughs> not, sorry, I really don't well, think anybody... Ella's name is not Cinderella, it's Ella. So oh, I guess they just cut every name in half mm-hmm. and say that's the modern version of them. Yeah. Also, did you notice that whenever she had... So, Hattie and Olive are her evil stepsisters. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Lucy Punch as Hattie. Killer. Killer. Yeah. She did so good. She always does good in the jerk role. Yeah, like, she she's does. She's one of those people. She's so over the top. Mm-hmm. She sells it. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, whenever she figures out so fast mm-hmm. that Ella... Um, has to listen yeah, to everything. There was another note that I had that anyone with eyes and ears that's been around Ella for any amount of time would immediately realize that she does everything. That she, because like whenever she has to do something, she like stands up really straight, like she's been like zapped, and then mm-hmm. she does it robotically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like no way no one would figure and that out. Times she just straight up breaks physics doing the task. Yeah. So are we trying to say that Hattie is a genius? <laughs> No, or that like, she, like is everyone in the world dumb like the thing that shocked me like we 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 talk a lot about like should we call cps obviously the answer for cinderella all the time is yes <laughs> but like her mother and mindy mandy never told anybody about ella's curse including ella's father for some reason yeah why wouldn't you tell the dad who knows why you wouldn't like he could have helped with the whole abuse situation yeah. pretty immediately. But he must be the most negligent father in the world to not realize that this is what's happening with for sure. his daughter. For sure. If the stepsister can show up for two seconds and clock it and abuse it, and you've lived with your daughter, raising her uh-huh. for twenty to 18 to 20 years, never noticing this. You're just like a absent parent. Absolutely. <laughs> also, Ella's best friend who was written out of the movie very quickly. Which I hated. I hated, absolutely. I'll talk more on it more when we get to more diversity stuff. But, like, she should have known, too. Everyone should have known. Yeah. Absolutely everyone. It's wild that no one did, except for Hattie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I have more to say on that. <laughs> I have more to say on that. Well, anyway, stuff that we like. I know, we have to focus on what yeah. we like first. Uh, so, all of it, Hattie. Hattie is our, you know, resident genius mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, who figures this out really fast. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they tell her to steal, there's like, it's figured out. So, they start telling her to steal stuff at mm-hmm. the store. Um, and then there's like the glass slippers that she's supposed yeah, to steal. Good. There's a whole row of like glass shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we sneakers. It. We I, I loved that. <laughs> 
And then I loved after that, whenever she gets caught and she's running, she has to stop because all of the vendors are like, buy it while it's hot. Yeah. And so she has to stop and buy the sandwich. Yeah, try more perfume. <laughs> try more perfume. That's great. Yeah, there's a bunch of good gags in this movie. So. And they tell her when, when she gets caught and she has to run from the mall police. And they tell her to freeze and she breaks physics to freeze in the air. Freeze in midair. That scene was ingrained in my brain. Yeah. Forever. Like, yeah. I, I just remember it. So it's so very unenchanted and awesome. And then <laughs> tell her to put her hands up and the physics resume, but she doesn't continue her momentum. She just stops. But then her and hands falls. go down. And then yeah, she puts and then she puts them back up and they arrest her. Very good. Yeah. One of the other um, parallels I saw was uh, whenever they were looking for Lucinda, she was at Crockery mm-hmm. Barn, which is Pottery Barn. <laughs> It's just Shrek. <laughs> it just makes Shrek jokes. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Good. That is very good. And then I liked how they had a, like a medieval teen gossip magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medieval like, teen is very funny. Prince Charles, you can't believe everything you read in medieval teen. So <laughs> and then I liked how the, all the call-outs to the Grimm brothers. Yes, like, I did like that Stupid Grimm brothers. brothers like, ruining our lives, <laughs> creating stereotypes for people to judge us on. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Also, I was a little disturbed, um, but I thought it was funny. The ogres. So, like, the ogres, the ogres were about to cook Ella. For sure. Like, alive. Straight up. Yeah. Like, you would do a lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, straight up. The and it was not big enough for her. She just would have burned her lower legs. But so <laughs> <was> so big. <laughs> that just gave me the shivers. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was their plan. That's what they were going to so, do. So, like, they're, like, a pretty aggressive people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like people group or group. I guess they're not people. Monsters, but I guess also people because they're also just as tall as big humans. That's true. Like they make them look really big in the early shots, mm-hmm. but then whenever they team up later with everybody, they're just big guys. Big guys. <laughs> they're big guys with prosthetic butts. That's true. <laughs> you see the butt cracks the whole yeah, time. I do have that under stuff that I liked is that all of the ogres have dump truck butts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fun. Yeah. Um, and I liked at the end, whenever they were um, knocking the guard unconscious mm-hmm. to help rescue Ella, mm-hmm. he put, got out a bottle of salt <laughs> and was about to pour it yeah. out his hand. He was just about to gnaw on this live human Uncooked. hand. Oh, but let's put some pepper on there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a little bit of seasoning before I put it to raw meat. <laughs> Raw living flesh. What the heck? <laughs> like, the, Ella Enchanted talks a lot about like racial discrimination For and sure. injustice, stereotypes, and stereotypes. But then it just does all the stereotypes. Yep. And the ogres are just—they just want to eat people. Yeah. They—they're like, down to get some revenge on the guy that screwed them over. But other than that, eat people number one. And that's kind of, that's their whole game. There's mm-hmm. no break in it. There's no stray ogre that's like, I want to be a chef <laughs> of just regular meats and vegetables and not living things, not living human sentient beings. Uh, no, they're just all monsters. And maybe the king was right to kick them all out of their lands. I mean, like, it's a valid fear if they <laughs> literally eat humans yeah. unless you're like oh it's just part of the food chain mm-hmm. i guess like if you go here like as a human you'll probably be eaten yeah you know like i guess everyone just accepts it like to integrate them into society 
they would have to change them on a fundamental level mm-hmm. to be like, hey, humans are friends, not food. You can eat cows, but not humans. Yeah. Do you get it? And they would be like, no, actually, humans are best to eat uh, whenever they're cooked only from the knees down. Only from the knees down. <laughs> it just seems like Steam. the only thing. Yeah, this is, oh, God. <laughs> I would love to see an Ella Enchanted Ogre cookbook for humans. It's just like, cook oh, from the knees gosh. down. If you have a human and you don't have any means to cook them, just put a little pepper on their hand and you're sorted. That's very grotesque, but I would also love to see this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Their terms for cooking is very loose. <laughs> Essentially, just eat them and you're good. If you can't cook the whole body, just <laughs> at least get a quarter of it. Yeah, don't kill them beforehand either. Cooking is separate from killing. We yep. cook them, we don't kill them. Mm-hmm. Never kill, just cook. Just <laughs> and then eat. Or eat live. Eat alive, Yeah. <laughs> So, if you're still listening to this podcast. <laughs> right. So, um, thinking, like, uh, um, this podcast is going to be an hour of us just bullcrapping. Is there anything that you liked that I didn't list? Um, I like that Benny is just a smartphone. Yeah. Um, I thought that was very funny. Benny's very a fun character. I agree. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Mindy, Mandy was trying i remember what she was originally trying to do but she turned trying to give him a haircut she turned her boyfriend <laughs> into a book and he's been a book for 20 years and i guess she just didn't really try that hard to turn him back into that's <laughs> the assumption because at the very end when they're fighting mm-hmm. then she like only takes her two tries she and she gets tries and first try pumpkin second try benny <laughs> that was human benny. man you're broken, Mindy, Mandy, we're done, actually. You turned me into a book for 20 years, and it was a very unhealthy dynamic for our relationship. I literally could do nothing but be dependent on you. Yeah. And now I'm back to Benny because you gave it two seconds of thought and actually tried. Thank you for returning me to my original form that you ruined. Sure. I hope you are well. <laughs> and goodbye. Well, like the line, what did he say? He was like, I would have left her ages ago. Except yeah, I just I love her legs. so darn much. <laughs> and plus, I don't have legs. <laughs> Rings very true, Benny. I feel like the ending you tried to put on a happy face because everyone was doing a dance number, yeah. but you can just leave. That's okay, actually. Yeah, it's like, like you've been traumatized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got like open a book and like you're out of there. Yeah. <laughs> PTSD. Yeah. Um, I also um, I didn't uh, talk about the musical numbers. There were some musical numbers. Those are I loved them. They're really good. They were. Some of my favorite musical numbers wow. in non-musical movies. It is, yeah. To be clear, this isn't a musical. No. <laughs> but there is a big music number where Ella sings, Can Anybody Find Me Somebody to Love? Whatever somebody the actual to love. song is. Name. Queen, is Somebody to Love. It is Queen. I should probably know the name of the song. You probably should. Because I have listened to it several times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's great. It's very fun. And, and so then late. they do, um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. They do do... That. At the end. Yeah. But Somebody to Love is the more iconic one. It is. Because the end of it is just Shrek. Like, they're just doing the Shrek mm-hmm. song and dance. And, yeah. Yeah. But I would watch this movie just for the musical number That's of good. Somebody to Love. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Um, anything else you got? I That's all the things that I have liked. But some of the things that I put under I didn't like isn't because I 
didn't like them. I just thought they were kind of inconsistencies, which I did find very fun. Yeah, listen. Ella, young Ella has an accent, but adult Ella is just Anne Hathaway. <laughs> that was very fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Ella is not like other girls. They literally say that. Like, that's one of the things that Charlie <laughs> says about her. I thought that was very funny. That's such, <laughs> like, a rom-com yeah. trope. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, she wasn't like other girls. Like other girls. She had to do everything <laughs> she was told. <laughs> what are you saying about other girls? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, we have free will? Well, see, I think that that might be kind of one of the big things about Ellen Enchanted is that she is she feels compelled to say yes to everything because she's literally compelled to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just a pressure that other people can feel on themselves. Yeah. And so at the end, when it comes to breaking her curse, she just finds it within herself. The power is within her all along. And she breaks the curse. And that was one of the few times I felt like that bit worked. Where mm-hmm. the power was within you all along. Yeah. Like, most of the time, it's just bullcrap. Like, yeah. luck of the Irish, the luck is within you all along. Which is bullcrap. Like, the luck shouldn't have been with him. You literally put it all into a coin. Yeah. And that was the problem. But Ella... It, it worked with Ella Enchanted. It worked with Ella Enchanted, mm-hmm. yeah. That she had the magic to break. magic all along. Which is what I, one of the things I really like about Lucinda. Because she clearly knew that she could break it if she wanted to. But she didn't explain that to Ella. Yeah, no She's like, sort your own problems out. I don't care, actually. I'm going to go get my I'm actually, like, busy. <laughs> yeah, at the bar with none of my friends because everyone hates me. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also, something I didn't like was the such a quick leap to marriage between yeah. Prince Char and yeah, Ella, yeah. which I know was just classic like a classic. I know, mm. I get it. But I'm like, we deserve more <laughs> from our fairy tales. It does kind of feel like it's that kind of movie that would dunk on those sort of medieval values. Yeah. And be like, oh, normally it's a thing where you love somebody for three days and you get married on the fourth day. Uh-huh. But actually, you know, what if we just dated for like, you know, a year or two plus and, you know, we saw how I feel like go. got to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're cool. I'm cool. We like each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, wait Maybe we'll just a month to we'll get married. Maybe we'll just take it slightly slower. <laughs> <laughs> Two months, Maybe you know? Two months. There's no... She, yes. You're about to marry someone to make them the ruler mm. of the kingdom with you. Like, yeah. shouldn't you think about this a little bit more? I met your uncle for half a minute and he kind of creeped me out. And maybe we don't jump to marriage right after that. Yeah. Maybe we slow things down. Maybe I introduce you to my father I see once a year. Yeah. You know. I mean, Prince story. Char had a lot of trauma to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he... First, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my father was killed by ogres, right. and my uncle has raised me all my life. Right. And then he finds out this man that he loves and respects because he raised him, has uh-huh. been lying to him his entire life, and yeah. tried to murder him. Well, and in fact, murdered that, his father. <laughs> yeah, and in between that, he thought that the woman he loved tried to murder him. Yeah. And then he tried to flirt with the murder he loved stepsister and hated it. <laughs> Why'd he go for Hattie? I guess because... She's, she's oh Edgar was like pushing him towards Hattie. Oh right, because he got that information from Hattie. Yeah. And he owed Hattie the favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry Hattie, you do suck though. Yeah, yeah. you're not like a good person. No, you're a terrible person. But a great actress. <laughs> Very good actress. Very funny. And I guess Olive too. I don't know anything about you guys. Yeah, Olive was just odd. Yeah, but she did it well. 
I'll yeah. give her that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have on here, why did he choose to dance with Hattie? Yeah. Like, you can choose anybody else there. You can. You have a whole fan club dedicated to you. People literally kiss the ground you walk. They were, no, they were tonguing the floor. Sorry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing that. They were tonguing the foyer. Yeah, gross. Um, also, you guys don't have soap or Purell. Uh, don't put your mouth on strength. But they have escalators. You'll die. <laughs> you'll get where you're going more comfortably, but you'll die. I wonder what the average lifespan is for a human for a in uh, Ella Enchanted. 30. 30? They have magic, though. Not everybody. But enough magic to go around. I would imagine that the king would hoard a lot of his magic. That's true. I could see that. Yeah. Lucinda was a special case, I feel. Because if everyone got... Although that is another thing, though. Like, whenever Lucinda pops up, who knows how she became the godmother? Because they hate her. They should re-look at those uh, regulations and requirements. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of weird fairy requirements. <laughs> that is true. There is some sort of governing body for fairies somehow. Yeah. Anyway, everyone hates Lucinda. But when Lucinda pops up, people will say, no one likes your gifts. All of your gifts are bad. Yeah. She clearly has other kids that she's giving yeah. gifts to. I wonder, like, what's up with that? With that, what gifts? Would she I'd give? like to see a list of Lucinda's kids that she gave gifts to and they're, what their gifts are. I think that they all fall under the same category of "I'm annoyed by this baby. What gift can I give it to, <laughs> to make it stop. fix my problem?" Yeah. What if that's where all these fairy tales come from? From Lucinda giving Lucinda, them bad gifts, giving bad gifts. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Like, maybe she gives the Sleeping Beauty her sleeping curse. Yeah, she's like, wow, you talk a lot. Yeah, (laughs) go to sleep. That's your gift. All right, bye. (laughs) And I guess if you get pricked on the finger by a thorn or whatever, you'll wake up or maybe everybody goes to sleep. I don't remember how Sleeping Beauty works. It's one of those two things. Or no, she saw, no. uh, Aurora Sleeping Beauty would be, um, she looked overworked. I thought she gave gifts to babies. Do they? Does she give gifts to grown-ups too? Because Ariel would be. Lucinda just gives gifts to people. I feel like unwarranted. This she comes across them in a bar and just like, you seem nice or something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, well, I definitely agree that the parents, the CPS, should be called on the parents. Yeah. We already talked about the dad, but mm-hmm. her birth mom, mm-hmm. not the stepmom. Stepmom, mm-hmm. we already know, is right. evil. Terrible, evil dad. Um, the scene where. Um, she's like, Ella, come practice your mandolin. And mm-hmm. she's like, go down there. And she's like, I'm gonna take my sweet time. She goes, hurry oh, up. Wow. You, like mom took advantage of that, of her gift yeah, for, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that mom didn't take advantage no, of sure that yeah. obedience yeah, gift. Because yeah. like, if she was trying to like, not take advantage of it, you think she'd rephrase her questions and how she talked to sure. Ella. Or you would, like, give her obedience tasks that actually protect her instead of telling her to not tell anybody about her obedience tasks, yeah. which doesn't protect her. No. Because then she has to just do things. She has to do things. With no explanation. And she can't confide in anybody. She can't tell her father who would watch out for her. She can't yeah. tell her best friend who would watch out for her. Because really, Ella's obedience curse is just obedience for the most recent thing she's been asked. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to overrule it with another thing, you could. Which mm-hmm. is why I think Mindy Mandy is in the wrong a lot of the times. She because, could be like, no, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. She could have watched out for her, mm-hmm. but she didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree, because she knew, so mm-hmm. she should have stepped up more. She just didn't have great parental figures. No, she didn't. No. Okay. 
What was our actual message and what was the intended message? Oh, gosh. Okay. Actual message. Uh, racial prejudice is bad. And also, uh, you don't have to do what you're told. You know, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, I put no one should have to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. But you're right, they did really play into the stereotypes. Oh, I remember I was going to say, because you were talking about how, like, the ogres just want to eat people. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they went to the elf village, mm-hmm. like, they welcomed them with a huge song and dance. And yeah. everyone was singing was and dancing. Yeah. And so, it just really, like, I don't know. But, like, what's his name? Um, uh, Soren? Slannon. Slannon wants to be a lawyer. He's the elf plucky best friend. He's the donkey. Um, and he just wants to be a lawyer, but... The laws that the Uncle King put into place say elves can't be lawyers, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or they have to be entertainers, who knows. Mm -hmm. Anyway, something racist. And so he wants to be a lawyer, but he needs Char to change the law so he can be a lawyer. But he's kind of the only elf that really wants to do something different. Or at least the only elf that we see. Yeah. All the other elves are living their best lives. Which I guess could be kind of like a... I don't know. It's like, just because not everybody wants to do that thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that... Everyone should do that yeah. thing. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. My main complaint with Ella Enchanted kind of using this, uh, uh, I guess, subjugation of people groups to yeah. convey the message of you shouldn't do things that you don't want to do is that it opens up the conversation for it so that the theme runs throughout the movie. But they don't really... They don't they don't really talk about it in sort of a meta level. They kind of do a thing where these people groups are like ogres, elves, uh, etc. But like the cast is still pretty white. It's completely non-diverse. It's just different. There, there's Vivica A. Monster Fox. races. Um there and is best friend, what's mm-hmm. her name, who is written out so fast. Yeah. Literally because the movie is making the point of racism. Yeah. But he's out of the movie in real life. Yeah. So that's not cool. No. No. (laughs) The only two uh, uh, characters of color. There is a third one. Who? There is a a, a black woman who has no lines who puts Benny in the recycle bin (laughs) in the castle. (laughs) I literally wrote down surprise black woman. (laughs) Because I was so shocked to see someone that wasn't white in the movie. Yeah, they in a movie about diversity mm-hmm. and acceptance and mm-hmm. breaking stereotypes right. and whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everyone's white. Knocking <laughs> down prejudice. Everyone's white except for Lucinda, who sucks, <laughs> and for the, best, the friend. best friend who is written out because the movie is supposed to be racist against her. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. She should have been on the journey. For sure. She should have been on the journey with Ella. Yeah. um how easily could this problem have been solved Uh, i mean i guess pretty easily because it was within her all along i don't know though she had to get to that breaking point though yeah because it seemed like she hated her life already i i agree but all of the things she was told to do weren't that terrible besides like the ogre one that would be one i would really try to like fight yeah but she, I don't know. 
I feel like this one, it makes sense. However, mm-hmm. I did read that in the book, it's different. Like, okay. she doesn't break the curse necessarily by um, not killing him. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is, though. She doesn't believe in herself. She does believe in herself. No, she does still have to believe in herself. She does still have to believe in herself. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember, but I did read that it's different. I just don't yeah. remember what it is. Well, in the movie, she definitely gets over it by believing in herself. Because true love conquers all. And true love conquers all as well, which is important for fairy tales. It is. Yeah, it's very sweet. I honestly really bought their romance. I really liked it. I thought I it was agree. very cute and fun. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's just too fast for me. It's pretty quick. <laughs> Getting married after <laughs> on day four is, is it's too fast. fast. It's too fast. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, I kind of have like my best line slash best jokes. I've got two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ha- it's when Hattie at the beginning is she, after Ella runs into Prince Char for the first time and Hattie sees them and she goes, it's going to be me. He's going to have it as coronation. And Ella says, yes, in the middle of the table with an apple in your mouth. <laughs> So savage. Goodness. <laughs> and then whenever Hattie is talking to Prince Char, and mm-hmm. she goes, I used to stare into your window and watch you turn your lights on and off. I don't remember that part at all. They make her she says it was such conviction <laughs> that you're like, oh, she's very good. MG. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I do like that a lot. Mm hmm. One of my, my honorable mention, I think, is going to be that they give the evil stepmom Botox and they make up a really slow oh. name for it. And then she just has a dumb face for the rest of the movie. It's good. That was good. I did like that a lot. She looks so stupid. My favorite joke, joke kind of straddles the line of maybe being offensive. Sure. Uh, which is whenever Ella is in the woods and she saves Slannon from those bullies. And she says, it's only fair to warn you, I am practicing the ancient art of origami. <laughs> and they say paper folding. She says, dang, I was hoping you wouldn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. I agree. That was a good one. <laughs> you didn't know what that was. Yeah. And then she beats them up like Fiona from Shrek. She does have several Fiona moments yeah. where like she freezes midair. Yeah, very Fiona. And then she like does the, the jump and kick thing mm. where she gets multiple of them at once. Mm-hmm. With a, apparently no um background and no. fighting. No. But if you just tell her to do it, she has like pre-programmed mm-hmm. martial arts it's like the Matrix. That's true. And she fights them all off. The, the, the she like a sleeper soldier. She's a sleeper soldier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did you like if you could like be forced to obey something? Could you give yourself commands? Could you like, man, I'm really not feeling doing this today. What if I just told myself to do it? That'd be a pretty cool power. I don't feel like it works that way. You don't think so? No. Obedience isn't diligence, is what you're saying. Obedience of what? Like, diligence is just being able to do something, like being able to stick to it yourself. Yeah. Obedience, presumably, you're obeying a command. You're obeying a command. Which I guess you don't obey your own command. No, you rebel against yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. But the end of the movie, I was going to say, it's just Shrek, where there's a wedding, you have to crash the wedding with all of your friends. Yeah. To stop this bad thing from happening. But it's not a wedding, it's just a coronation. And the king is planning to kill Char by a poison crown, which how do you Which was smoking green. It was literally smoking green, like on the little pillow that the mm-hmm. boy was coming out to, to present to everybody. Anyway, how do you poison a crown? It doesn't matter. 
and uh, they have to fight off ninjas <laughs> to fight off medieval ninjas, uh, which is less Shrek, but is also very Shrek when you think yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> because he broke the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's actually that's my best. That's the best joke. <laughs> he broke a fire, <laughs> alarm a fire alarm and <laughs> ropes and ninjas oh in gosh. red. Yeah. Come down ropes. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, at the end of the movie, in a very Shrek manner, they all have a dance number. And the, the plucky best friend, Donkey slash Slannon, is in a romantic relationship with an anatomically enormous woman. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum, which is just <laughs> Donkey and Dragon. Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't even get that. Yes, why yeah. are there so many parallels? Because they're just doing Shrek. They're just doing Shrek. I feel like people are going to listen to this and be mad. <laughs> Maybe our master could be best Shrek. <laughs> Shrek adaptation. Like, if I was listening to this, I would be like, that's so true, but I'm so angry at you right now. <laughs> Your childhood betrayed you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did fit track. But it's still fun. It's it still is still fun. fun. still like it. It's yeah. still good. Um, okay, so what's our Oscar? That we're nominating this movie for. Be best Shrek adaptation. I think it should be best Shrek adaptation. <laughs> I was gonna put best musical, but you know, movies can be uh, for two different things. Sure, we'll I'm gonna put both. best musical number in a non-musical movie. Yeah. And the best Shrek adaptation, which when we do Shrek, it's gonna be pretty hard <laughs> to be Shrek as a Shrek adaptation. Oh, so I mean, with the amount of times that we've referenced. The two, uh-huh. you can't, you can't not. <laughs> I apologize to all my LNG fans. <laughs> I'm sure the book is so different. I'm sure it's great. Um, but this is Shrek it's with a Shrek. girl. It's for sure Shrek, yeah. But in half ways, still great. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. still a great movie. Mm-hmm. I still watch it and yeah. enjoy it. I did have a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are our two nominations for this movie. Um, we might put others in those categories with them. So, <laughs> <laughs> where are we going to find another Shrek adaptation? I bet you there's more. Oh gosh! Is this just a Shrek <laughs> podcast? <laughs> it's just secretly a Shrek podcast. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I do feel like most movies between 2001 and 2005. There's gonna be a lot of Shrek happening. I mean, Shrek was the one to beat, though. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. I'm so excited to watch those movies. (laughs) Shrek. Yeah. A lot of fun memories of Shrek, and also a lot of bad memories of Shrek. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But all right, guys, thanks for joining us in our first episode of the Noscars. This is where we put the applause. This is where we put the applause at the end um, for our great performance. <laughs> it's for our performance. <laughs> Do we get an Oscar as the Academy? Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes. We're each going to give ourselves an Oscar. Okay. It's kind of like the Dundies, but not at all the same. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know what? You're right. The Nostrums is very has a lot of Dundee energy where we just make up an award and we're giving it to a movie. It's very true. <laughs> we probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I feel like we'll have to gain okay. some legitimacy, right? Like at some point, our our categories have to solidify. It can't just be best like adaptation every time. Well, they will. <laughs> Wait, it will? One day. It'll always be best Shrek adaptation. It's up to the Academy. It's only up to us. (laughs) Join us as we continue to figure out what this podcast is. Yes, for sure. And in the meantime, if you liked this podcast, give us a rating of five stars um, and leave us a compliment. (laughs) Are we accepting criticism at this time or... First of all, thank you for listening at all. <laughs> we do agree. Yeah, yeah I agree so with that. Much. Yeah. If you listen to this, you deserve five stars. You deserve five stars as a person. But thankfully, there's no rating scale for us to evaluate your performance as a person because that could be a big problem very quickly. For sure. Yeah. But for us as a podcast, there is one mm-hmm. where you can rate us and we would appreciate a rating. Yeah. Really, like any ratings... Um, but five stars would for sure be preferred. And once we have a way for you to talk to us, because we we, we sort of do. You want me to say No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that once we have a different way for you to communicate us other than the nosecars at gmail.com, oh then, which is our actual email until I change it to a different one thing. Um, but... Uh, once you, we do have a way for you to communicate to us, maybe we can have people tell us what they would like to. Yeah, uh, eventually nominate. we want you guys to send us movies that you want us to watch and nominate for various categories. Or if you have some category suggestions. You, if you have a category, if you're like, this movie would be great for this category, uh-huh. we'll, the Academy will review. The Academy. <laughs> If you would like to present your uh, categories for consideration, the Academy will consider them. For sure. Yeah. But in the meantime. Is it weird that we call ourselves the Academy? No, it's it's like a third person type thing. I mean, yeah. The Academy for whatever they're called for the actual Oscars don't have a monopoly on the word Academy. No, there's no way. There's several Academies, as in sports and outdoors. Yeah. So this is our academy. <laughs> yeah, we wear blue shirts and name tags, and we can show you where to get your Nike pumps. This they is confusing. Pumps and Nike. I don't know. All right. <laughs> but all right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next movie. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>